This is Digital Marketing Fastlane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Boy Media, here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Hey guys, welcome to Digital Marketing Fastlane. Today we have an episode about 10xing your winning creatives within 15 minutes. So what this means is if you have a winning creative, you can really 10x results by doing a simple trick that we're going to go over in this episode today. But first, yeah. uh, obviously I'm joined with my co-host, Eric Philippou. Eric, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. It's warm today. Finally in New York City. It's sort of like the fake summer, fake spring. Daylight savings on Monday. Yep. Yep. It's exciting. But let's get deep into the episode today. This one for listeners or people watching right now, it's a common mistake that we see a lot of brands that we audit, that we work with, is they have a winning creative, but they're not doing anything else to it. What they're trying to do is new concepts every time. But you don't really need to do that. You can take a little bit of that winning creative and make iterations. So Eric, let's talk to the listeners about what this iteration means and how you're thinking about it and how we're thinking about it too. Yeah. So often when you're doing a lot of creative testing, which by the way is awesome if you're doing it, or you have a good successful creative or ad is getting you profitable return on ad spend or profitable cost per acquisition. You think I'm just going to increase budget and we're just going to scale this, which of course is great. And you should do that. But you slow down your creative testing. You're not thinking uh, about creative testing as much. You Mm -hmm. think you don't need to as much. You found your winning creative. But the reality is that's when you should test even more aggressively, but not test very new things. You want to make five or 10 iterations of that winning creative. And when I say iteration, when you think about creative testing, think of it in two ways, iterations and new concepts. So mm-hmm. a new concept, that's something you've never tried before. It's unproven. There's some high risk to it because you've never tried anything similar to it. But there's also some higher upside. You don't know what the results are going to be though. There's also a lot more learning in the new concept. You'll learn something completely new about the business. So this doesn't work. This angle completely doesn't work. Or this new angle actually works very well. So it opens up an entire new line of scale for your business. A lot of good learnings in the new concept testing. And you do a lot of those new concept testings when you just don't know what's working. But as you kind of creative test, you get some success. Iterating is when you make something very similar to what's winning. We think the results are going to be very similar to what's working well, which is what you want. For some reason, you're scaling the ad account, you're scaling the campaign. Those same creatives will just stop performing for some reason. People call it creative fatigue, call it whatever you want. But if you make iterations, you're keeping making iterations. You have more and more versions of that in other campaigns. You're kind of hedging this scaling in a way. To an extent, it's not even considered testing. It's like a form of scaling, you could argue. So. Yeah. What we want to do is kind of show you what we mean by this. We'll show you some ad libraries. And what does it mean once you have a winning creative, how can I iterate on it? There are a lot of very simple and logical ways that are very easy for a designer to do. It's a matter of maybe changing some banner text, changing some color. Very simple stuff. That's what I like about the iterations is they're not very design team resources intensive. It's just a couple edits to existing files and duplicating them. And I think what you're saying, Eric, is so important. When you're iterating, you want to iterate on stuff that's winning. You don't want to iterate on stuff that isn't winning because then you're not going to get a new result. Let's say your ROAS target is like two and your creative is like 1.5. Don't iterate on that. Make a new concept, 
right? Because clearly the one that you have isn't working. And just think about a new angle, new hook, new clips, everything brand new because that should work well. So let's say in your new concept, now you're getting like a 2.53. Okay, start iterating because this is clearly working. Now let's make iterations. But the big thing about here when you're thinking about iterations is uh, again, like anything, make sure you are iterating properly. You're not just randomly choosing things and making stuff up. You can always fall into that trap too, right? So yeah. there is no formula for this. You can iterate a few times and the creators will do well for a month, two, three, four months. We've seen creators do well for six months. And then you iterate again, it doesn't work well. And then you should be thinking about concepts. So the really key thing here is you never want to forget that the big concepts are still the biggest thing that's going to help you get a new ROAS where iterations to maintain. So iteration, maintain great ROAS concepts is to like achieve another level of success, another higher ROAS. The whole market, like uh, depending on your brand. Exactly. Yeah. We'll go into some ad libraries. We'll show you some examples, you know, obviously on this podcast, especially on YouTube, if you've been following for a while, we like to talk about magic spoon. We like to talk about Dr. Squatch. Those are some brands that we know do a lot of creative testing and it's very cool creative. So it's fun to watch. Yep. So in this example, we have Dr. Squatch. Yep. And, and right away, you see you iterations, iterations. And this is what I meant by iterations. It's the same pretty much video in a lot of the cases, but they just kind of change the headline text, this banner text on the top of it. What maybe a, a version that's more readable, maybe a version that's slightly different messaging. There's a lot you can do. That's the easiest one, in my opinion. This is probably the easiest iteration. And Almost every brand that's spending at least a million plus is doing this style of stuff. So works well because it's really a great call to action. It's, uh, it's something of a value prop, a USP that they want to get across to the reader. So that's an iteration right there. You see it all here. This one yeah. is now different than this one. Similar to what you said, Aaron, people always think, oh, this is so design heavy. This is literally takes two, three seconds. And if you're a solo founder, if you're a solo marketer doing this, you can open up whatever tools, what Photoshop, Eric, or uh, what's a video mm -hmm. one? Premiere or whatever. But yeah, video Premiere Pro. Yeah. One. yeah, just edit yeah. this real quick. And like I said, it might seem hard, but take a quick tutorial online and you can do this. And then you can be really, really good there. Yeah. I mean, my favorite example is uh, I used to make some ads in Canva in times yep. when maybe my design team is backed up. So I made some ads and it was just an image, the product image, someone looking at the camera and then some text. And the text is really what I, you know, it was a blue background or something and it turned out to perform well. So I iterated on it instantly. I had a bunch of other text ideas in my notes. I'm like, okay, let me try some of these, the ones that are similar to the one that won, or maybe how can I make this more readable? Maybe say, uh, vanished instead of disappeared yep. change the color to pink instead of blue this is very simple iteration like stupid simple yeah and exactly, that yeah. goes a long way upload those in it's another more and more campaigns that are performing well you can bank on them a little more it's a proven style you're just kind of refining a proven style it's great yeah so dr squatch is really well for people watching take a look it doesn't need to be too complicated and clearly you can see here's concepts there's concepts of this guy there's concepts of this there's this dude concept, right? And then there's like mm -hmm. the other ones that we saw uh, of the people up, up front of like yeah. this girl smelling. So you can see the concepts. So I think Dr. Squatch is a good job for people listening and watching of, you can clearly see what the concept is and then you can see what the iterations are. And then for you, yeah. you, should, you should get a good idea. They're kind of doing maybe five to six iterations on the concepts. So yeah, that's kind of good. Let's go to the next one, which is Magic Spoon, another great company that yeah. does stuff. And Magic Spoon, you'll notice a lot of very different types of styles. Dr. Squatch, they had that winning UGC style of some guy in a shower, and yeah. they've iterated on that for almost a year now. 
They've been and, doing that for so long. Yeah. yeah, so long. And it works for them. That's what you should be seeing trends in their ad library over time. That's how you know what's working for yeah, them. If you this look case, at, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you maybe go back to an episode that we did maybe a year ago and you sort of see the ads we're looking at, very similar ads, which is kind of mm-hmm. crazy. So I think this is like a concept of whoever this athlete is. I guess it's like a fitness girl. The iterations are different photos. So this is another iteration. It doesn't need to be text or copy. It could be that same girl doing something different, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you scroll down, they'll have like a videos. They have all different kinds of concepts happening. Yep. This is a great ad, by the way, if you're watching this. I've never seen uh, this you can one, play by the way. With them. Oh, it's play? awesome. Yeah. Ooh. Trying to copy it. Damn. This it is just a good like one. goes into how much, how many reviews they have. I would do something like this in retargeting. I like this top thing here. Yeah. I can it's, see like a uh, trust. It trust is the main appeal they're hitting there. This for me would be a concept, right? And here, this text, I would do iterations on it. And I would also do iterations on this top banner here. Yeah. This and that's what they're where, doing on the right. Look at yeah. the right. It's, they're kind of doing that. They're doing different background color. Yep. And they're talking about episodes of The Simpsons instead of yeah. Netflix shows. Iteration, just a little color difference, slightly different wording. That's it. You don't have to go crazy. You're that's why I said crazy. it's easier on designers designer will be a lot more happy with this. Hey, just uh, turn this one blue instead of pink. The way you want to think about it, it's like maybe you have a creative director that comes with the concepts and then you have art directors that then do the iterations because really sometimes thinking about the concepts is the hard part and junior people or new people can't think of concepts and you want like maybe an art director to come in and really help your brand in the sort of like DTC space and the direct response space and then you pass it on to your art directors and then maybe junior art directors to make iterations. Again, if you're just like a one-person company, you probably have to do everything yourself. So this is not relevant to this, but these ads look very addy, right? But I guess it works for Magic Spoon because it's so different. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a thing when your offer is so unique, you could just yeah. be so upfront about what your offer is. Dr. Squatch makes soap. So they yep. have to go through all these loops and fancy tricks, like the sex appeals, all this crazy yep. actors and stuff. Because they're selling soap. It's a very commoditized product. This is a very unique cereal product. That's why I like to see the juxtaposition between the two. I like to follow both these ad accounts. Yeah, both really good. I think this is like a concept, right, Eric, with this little vertical ad with half testimonial, half cereal. I like this ad concept too. People watching and listening, you can steal this concept. It's not hard. It's just literally a photo rotating with reviews and then text on top. And then now depending on what unique angle or USP you have, you can make your review say that here. Well, you see a lot of people do that. Oh, this is a nice Yeah, concept. And the benefit of this is obvious. All these things you see in their ad account, there's so many different variations. These are a bunch of different ad sets and campaigns they have running in these. And that's on purpose because one of them might start underperforming for some reason. A lot of times there's a clear reason. Maybe there's a manual bidding issue or whatever happens, but... This just gives you more opportunity, kind of hedges that risk of something just underperforming for nowhere. And it keeps things fresh. That's really good. Eric, I think we've seen this before too, where the issue that we've seen from previous companies or even accounts that we've looked at is they don't really set aside a budget for these like big concept testing. And then that one concept that's working really well dies. And then they're like freaking out. Because remember what we've seen before here at Void, you can have a month of where these big concepts don't work. Ever. And then you're just like, holy crap, what do I do? Right. And then next month something works. But what we've seen before is sometimes where you're not even doing any testing because you don't want to quote unquote waste money, but that's in the long run, it's going to hurt you more because then you're going to have a month or two months of really bad results using your old yeah. stuff because now you're freaking out and you're not testing and the test you can be doing is really bad. So basically 
with these companies, you can see that they're constantly testing every month. So really what people should be thinking about is like, you have a budget of stuff that's working. And then every month you have like a 20, 10% budget of testing stuff. And yes, you might lose money because it's not working, but remember, you're not losing money. You're learning what doesn't work. And then one concept is going to work and then it's going to make up the money for all that stuff that you lost. The way you should be mm-hmm. thinking about it is kind of like how VCs think about it, right? When you're investing in a fund, you invest into 10 companies. They know that nine companies are going to fail, but that one company is going to make the money up for all the other nine failures because it's just mm-hmm. hedging your bets. And that's what people don't realize. It's literally a bet against what is it going to work or not. And then if it works, it should get you that huge uplift, that huge scale. And that's kind of what we've seen here at Voy. Eric, you know, we have months where stuff just doesn't work. And then one month we're like, holy crap, we found a winner. And then it makes up for the past three, four months of okay results. Yeah. It's very good. And especially when you're scaling, when you find a winning creative, you're scaling it, it's you're increasing budget, you're making like an exponential money on it. Yep. So it is a lot like, I guess these startup, I'm not a VC investor, but I imagine like, yet you invest in 10 startups. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, you invest in 10 startup, one becomes the next Google or Uber or whatever. Yeah. And uh, obviously it makes more than enough. It just kind of blows up exponentially. And, and that's what you know, it is, anyone yeah. who's done creative testing knows that, oh, this is great. Let's scale it. And then honestly, as you do more iterations, it's more validation of that style. And you see the iteration succeeding. That's a huge victory for your business overall. It's a lot of concrete data supporting a certain marketing message. And it just tells you, you should apply this marketing style to every other part of your business where appropriate, even from your emails to your customer service to any part. Yeah. You see something working, apply it to your landing pages, apply it to your product descriptions. Uh, it's just going to make everything better. So guys, this is a way to 10X your winning creatives, make more money, scale faster. And really for marketers or brand owners listening to right now, a great way for you to be thinking about iterations and new concepts and testing and scaling. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Any other questions or comments, feel free to email myself or Eric or leave us a comment on YouTube. Make sure to like and subscribe and also to leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.